Zakat is an Arabic word which means that which purifies and grows. So what is Zakat? Well, Zakat is a charity and it's a compulsory charity on every single Muslim that is financially stable to give 2.5% of their total wealth to the poor and needy. And its very practice is regarded as one of the highest forms of worship. Here's a fun fact. Did you guys know that Zakat, the practice of Zakat, can actually be traced throughout the timeline of history through all major religions and cultures. A practice of literally giving and the right of the poor and needy on all of us that are financially stable to receive from us a small portion of our wealth so that we can purify our wealth, our souls and serve a greater social objective. Interesting, right? How to calculate your zakat and its purpose in your financial plan, up next. Hey guys, welcome back to Money Talks with me Nabil Khan where we get real in the conversation about money for you to build the right mindsets, habits, education as well as your perspective when it comes to anything money in your journey to financial freedom. So before you start calculating your zakat, you first need to be eligible to pay zakat and to know if you're eligible to pay zakat, you need to answer yes to any one of the next four questions. Do you own any gold or silver? Do you own a business? Do you own any rented property? Do you have cash, a banking account or shares? So now that you are eligible to pay zakat, you've made your intention, you have noted down the date, here's what you have to do. List all the money owed to you. List all cash held by you in bank accounts, money market accounts, fixed deposits and offshore currencies and work out the value in your local currency. Calculate the value of all your gold and silver. It's only gold and silver guys. Exclude any other precious metals or stones etc. Calculate all business inventory. Yes, all of the things that you have bought with the intention in your business to resell is zakatable. So here's the list of what you need to calculate in terms of business inventory. Number one, debtors lists, money that people owe you. Number two, stock on hand and stock in transit. Number three, raw materials. Number four, unfinished goods. Number five, any item intended to resell. Calculate on property other than your home. If you buy and sell properties, zakat is payable on the resale value of that property. If you rent properties, zakat is due on the rental income in the year. Yes, that is net rental income. Calculate all voluntary contributions to pension and retirement funds. So the only amounts you calculate for zakat with regards to pension funds and retirement annuities is your contributions that you actually voluntarily contributed in that year. Calculate zakat on all shares, endowments, education funds, unit trusts and those types of investments. There is a technical aspect to this, so I've linked some resources to check out in the description below. Once you have all those amounts from 1 to 7, add all of them together and then subtract all the money owed by you, including rent, house payments, utility bills that are overdue, as well as business debts that are overdue, such as salaries, rent, invoices and creditors. This is your net zakatable amount and your zakat to be paid is 2.5% of this amount. 
Now it's important for you guys to click the link in the description below and read the Zakat booklet on the Sanzaf website simply because there are technicalities. For example, if you hold shares for a long period of time, you only have to pay Zakat on the dividends received of those shares in the year. But if you are trading shares and buying and selling them, you have to pay Zakat on the total market value of those shares. So now onto the second part of this video where Zakat fits in your financial plan. And so on that note, I have a question. How many of you actually have a financial plan that deals with the five pillars of financial planning? If you have no idea what those are, check this out. Number one, wealth protection. This aspect of financial planning deals with the risks in our life with money. Number two, wealth creation. The focus is on multiplying our money through investment. Number three, wealth preservation. This involves protection strategies of the money that we have accumulated. Number four, wealth distribution. This part of financial planning focuses on transferring our wealth to our heirs efficiently and fairly. Number five, wealth purification. This is the part of our financial planning that focuses on giving with purpose in order to build a better community. This is where your zakat and charity fits into your financial planning. And it's a fact guys, there is a direct link between giving and wealth. Now I'd really like to know how many of you actually knew the five pillars of financial planning and I'd also like to know how many of you agree with living a balanced life with money and giving to build better communities. And on that note, I hope you guys all enjoyed this video and I must take some time to say thank you to all of you. The comments and feedback is really overwhelming and I'm humbled by the ever-growing community here on Money Talks. And as always, guys, please continue to share and build this community so we can all help one more person in their journey with money. And I was actually thinking there are many of you, I'm sure, who have an amazing story with their relationship with money. Please send me an email highlighting that story and I'd love to have you guys here on the show talking about the lessons that you learned and sharing it with the rest of the guys in the community. Hit that subscribe button and click on the bell notification so you never miss a video and I'll catch you guys in the next one.